He's Australia's favourite golden-throated singer of sentimental schmaltz. Who better to bring you some Christmas cheer on this week's special Christmas edition of One Dollar Vinyl? Welcome to this very special Christmas episode of One Dollar Vinyl. This is the podcast in which we buy the cheapest secondhand records we can find and give them a fair and honest review. I'm your host, Tess, and joining me with all her Christmas cheer, um, she's just eaten a full Christmas pudding mm-hmm, <laughs> and a bowl of custard, yep. <laughs> his cat. Hello, jingle jingle. <laughs> is that Christmassy? That's heaps Christmassy. Oh, cool. <laughs> I thought you were Santa for a second. <laughs> Are you excited about Christmas? Absolutely. I do very much like Christmas, mostly because of the time off. So you're not one of those Christmassy Grinches that gets all stroppy about the season? No, definitely not. Maybe that is due to the fact that I don't actually go into shops. Oh, yeah. I don't go shopping, like, in a brick and mortar store. Definitely helps um, someone, you know, keep their calm at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, because I don't know, as much as I do like Christmas music, I don't know if I could stand, like, the same five songs on repeat and having to, like, elbow my way through the crowds. It's awful, Mm. yeah. And I love Christmas music. Like, a Mm -hmm. lot of people hate it, and probably for that reason, because they do hear the same songs over and over again. It starts in September uh-huh. and, you know, by the time Christmas rolls around, they're completely sick of it. Uh-huh. But I, I'm i just a sucker for it. I mm. love it. It's my favourite part of Christmas is Christmas carols. How about yeah. you? Yeah, I certainly have some fond memories of decorating the Christmas tree as a child and just, you know, we had maybe five to ten Christmas CDs and oh, we yeah. just put them in the our um, stereo system had like a stacker. And so it oh, would just yeah. go from one to the other to the other those to the five other. five stacker CDs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mum had one of those too. Yeah. Um, and so when we were doing all the decorating of the house, um, it was perfect. And so, yeah, I, I definitely do have a soft, soft spot for Christmas music. So what was your family's go-to? Um, honestly, the one that my older brother... Um, kind of bought around the 90s, which was Mariah Carey's Christmas album. Oh, Mariah. St. Mariah of the season. St. (laughs) Mariah. You can't go past it. It's still... I think it's more popular now than it was when it came out. And I actually do really like it. Mm. We always had in our family, we had this CD of um, the Rat Pack Sings Christmas Songs. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. I wish I had that. Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Uh Martin and Frank Sinatra doing, you know, that sort of like they've got a whiskey in one hand. Like, (laughs) Jingle Bells, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But we, we rotated between that and like, mum had this other CD that she would bring out every Christmas. And I don't know why it was Christmas music, but it was Gregorian chanting and she'd put it on early in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) And so that that Gregorian chanting is, you know, it's like church music from the olden days. Yeah. Like like medieval, I think. I want to say medieval. Like when you say Gregorian chanting, I am thinking of. That's exactly it. Uh-huh. And to her, that was Christmas. And so that's what we heard every Christmas. All right. 
Um, little difficult to sing along to, you know, <laughs> and and to teach children. <laughs> like it doesn't quite have the same like catch on appeal as the um, call and response Rudolph the Red Nosed yeah, Reindeer kind of thing. But it you know just... that that was Christmas to Mum, and yeah. so so that's part of my Christmas story. Oh, how lovely! But uh, the, like these days, my go-to is um, the Casey Musgraves Christmas album. Oh yeah, tell me about Casey Musgraves. So Casey Musgraves is is a pretty popular contemporary crossover. Like she's country. She comes like firmly from a country yeah. music background. She just won one of the um, CMA awards, mm-hmm. and she's like she's super cool. Like she had a lot of controversy behind her when on her first album she released a song that had um, kind of pro um, LGBT sentiments and pro mm-hmm. um, smoking weed sentiments, oh, right. which got her banned on a lot of like very conservative huh. American country radio stations. How about that? Even though she was like the biggest thing to come along the country, uh-huh. you know, in years. Huh. Um, and she's her latest album. Apparently, she wrote a bunch of the songs microdosing on acid. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's so two years ago she releases. You know, she just goes. Like and, a left to center mover and releases a corny Christmas album. Oh, it wasn't while she was microdosing because that could have been called like a jolly high Christmas or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> no? no, well, no. there is a song. Um, she does a duet with Willie Nelson. Oh, um, and the, the, with the lyric, um, "May you all stay higher than the angel on the top of the tree." <laughs> <laughs> She's got a good sense of humour, so I highly recommend the Casey Musgraves oh, Christmas album. Maybe I'll listen album. to it. It's I a lot of fun. Yeah. Hmm. So you've brought something along for Christmas. This year, yeah, that's actually come from what year? This has come from uh, 1984. 1984, so yeah. we're going back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And who is it, Kat? It is Kamal. Kamal! Hooray! Hooray! I think we knew when we started that we needed to do a Kamal record in, yeah. in this first season of One Dollar Vinyl because mm-hmm. Kamal is truly the patron saint of Australian op shop secondhand record sales. I don't don't think I've ever been to an op shop and flicked through the record bin without finding at least one Kamal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always there. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've chosen a special one. This is a Christmas. It is, yes. Uh, He has released a couple of Christmas albums and this one is called Miracles and and Old Toy Trains. Miracles and Old Toy Trains. Just looking at the front cover here, it it doesn't immediately look to me like a Christmas record. No, it doesn't. I had to flip it over to figure out that it was actually a Christmas album. Where did this record come from? Um, so it came from the Vinnies in Canberra. Okay. And how much did you pay for it? A dollar. How much do you think it's worth? Well, I've looked online and no one has ever sold a copy on Discogs, so there's no price there. And there's one like listing on eBay that has been trying to sell for years and years and it starts the bidding at a pound, <laughs> which is about like two Australian dollars. Um, and this one on eBay has been signed by the man himself. Oh, what? But no one wants it. Aww. So I think it's probably just worth a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, depending on the exchange rate. <laughs> yeah, somewhere, somewhere over an Australian dollar and less than a... British British pound. pound. Can we listen to it online? Uh, Not that I could find. Okay. Mm. So this is exclusive. So let's let's take a look at that front cover, that restrained, non-Christmassy front cover. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what you see. Well, Kamal is just lying on some grass, staring into the the camera, staring at you, and 
the grass is just littered with all these like dead flowers, which yeah. I find it's like be... a clover field, but they're all it's like high summer and they're all a bit brown. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, you know, which is I guess if we're gonna give him the benefit of the doubt, evocative of an Australian Christmas because yeah, it's right. summer. Yeah, Kamal's Australian. For those of you who don't know about Kamal, he is a Malaysian-born Australian guy. He was yeah. a singer in the 70s, 80s. I mean, he's still performing now. He's mm. still going. He's he's in his 80s now. Yeah. He was pretty famous for singing kind of middle-of-the-road kind of pop songs. Yeah, on um, Wikipedia it says adult contemporary. Yeah, that's, that's which exactly is, yeah, his genre. Just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has this beautiful baritone it truly is voice yeah um and you also might know him from you know in the 90s he was on hey hey it's saturday like every other week that's how i know him yeah and the dilma ad and the dilma ad yeah Yeah, exactly uh but yeah back to this uh front cover it looks like he is like in front of the ocean yeah like like on a cliff some sea cliffs Yeah. yeah But it's, um, it's a bit hard to see because it's really just Kamal front and centre. Yeah. He's looking into the camera. He's got this really lovely, relaxed smile. He's leaning on his elbow and it looks like he's kind of like oh yeah, he's fiddling, playing with some grass. Fiddling with some grass, yeah. <laughs> this, it's almost like this is a casual, like a, um, what's it called? A um, candid photo. A candid one, yeah. Like someone's just going, hey, Kamal, turn around. And he'd just be like, <laughs> yes. and just Watch that. It's <laughs> <laughs> lovely smile. <laughs> And there he is on the back again. And this is how we know that it's a Christmas album because all the tracks on side one seem to be very Christmassy tracks. Yeah, that's right. They pretty much all have the word Christmas in it or Santa Claus, except for the Borning Day. Which I guess is when Jesus was born. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that Borning is a word. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> but side B is a little bit different, isn't it? Uh, yeah, side B is just, it seems to be just religious songs like one of them is literally the lord's prayer the first time i looked at the back cover i thought that there was like a ranking system for how religious it was because some of the songs have like crucifixes next to them and then you know if if i just glanced downwards ever so slightly i would have seen immediately that it was a key for like who produced it (laughs) But I I def- yeah, I definitely <laughs> did think it was like, well, someplace green, that is extra, extra, extra religiousy. <laughs> well, what about the Asterix songs? Are they like, like anti-religious or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them is called I Love Satan. So, no, that's a joke. That did not, that does not occur here. This looks promising. I'm, I'm ready for some Christmas cheer. Let's take a little break. And when we come back, we'll have a listen to Miracles and Old Toy Trains. By Kamal. What's with the announcement, mate? What's the problem? The problem, sir, is using mobile phones near the pump is extremely dangerous. Believe it or not, they can cause an electrical spark. Electrical spark? What are you, a scientist? What are you, a nut? I'm not a nut. Let me tell you again. If you use mobile telephones near the petrol pump, you'll blow this whole place up. It's to do with the frequency of the radio waves. Yeah, I tell you what, mate, I'm glad you're working in this service station, not flying airplanes, because, you know, you think you're a Scientologist or something. Pump sparks, yeah, mate. You're a stooge, mate. Stooge! Why? Are people so unkind? (laughs) (laughs) So you just heard a snippet of Kamal 
um, doing a cameo as a service station operator on um, the Australian TV show Fat Pizza. I'd never seen that before. That's quite funny. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> and he does, of course, his famous catchphrase, which is, why are people so unkind? <laughs> which apparently is from um, a song that he wrote. Um, and he performed on the Bob Hope show in yeah. America in 1978. It was a song called What Would I Do Without My Music? Oh, okay. So Kamal's like, he's had a lot of success overseas as well as in Australia. Yeah, definitely. There's at least, so one of his songs, was it the Elephant Song? Like went yeah. to number one in the Netherlands? The Netherlands and Belgium, I believe. Yeah. 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 And um, he has performed at Carnegie Hall. Yes. And he was one of the first performers at the Sydney Opera House. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was one of the first singers to perform a concert is what it says on oh, Wikipedia. Okay. So I'm guessing what that means is one of the first non-opera performances. Okay, sure. Yeah. That's, but still, like... Well, yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Good on you, Kamal. Yeah, come on. So some interesting things about Kamal. When he first came to Australia, he came as a, a 19-year-old yeah. um, to study, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and he started performing quite young. And one of his early patrons was none other than Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, the media mogul who, like, owns a bunch of magazines and, and newspapers and Fox News and has these, like, political ties. Yeah. He um, saw him performing at a young age, gave him... Um, a kind of a hefty tip. Yeah. And then, like, apparently without consulting him, <laughs> he, he encouraged him, you know, to move to Sydney because Sydney mm-hmm. was, you From know, Adelaide. where it was happening, yeah. And he set up a residency for him. Yeah, at, at the Australian. Yeah, Which yeah. is like a kind of famous hotel in Sydney. Right, yeah. yeah. And um, he just started his showbiz, I mean, Rupert just started Kamal's showbiz career. And do you want to know what I find the most wild thing? Yeah. What? Kamal lived with Rupert Murdoch for, for two years. Two years. <laughs> That's amazing to me. Like, yeah. I've, can you imagine boarding with Rupert Murdoch? I truly can't. I can't I even like, imagine. I can't imagine a de- like any time when Rupert Murdoch was just like a mellow, chill dude. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been intense to live with, I reckon. Oh, I imagine his house was big enough that you'd almost never have to see him, though. Well, <laughs> let's hope so for Kamal's <laughs> So, look, say what you want about Rupert Murdoch, but he's a patron of the arts. Yeah. That was at least one good thing that he's done. Well, without, yeah, without him we wouldn't have Kamal. Given the world Kamal. (laughs) So let's have a listen to this record. What would you like to start with, Kat? Um, I think let's start with uh, Christmas Is. It's the second song on side A. Okay. Oh, I hear some jingle bells. Yeah. (laughs) Christmas is Jesus and people and things. Christmas is <laughs> That's that got to be... Line. So for those who didn't hear it, it is Christmas is Jesus and people and things. Really the most Oof. definitive opening line of a Christmas song. <laughs> oh <laughs> Forget my Silent goodness. Night, Holy Night. Yeah. Uh, you know, too poetic. It answers, yeah, it answers everyone's question of, you know, what, what on earth? What is Christmas? What is Christmas? <laughs> uh, well, number one, Jesus. Jesus. Number two, people. People. Number three, things. Just things. Yeah. Just things. Uh-huh. Christmas things. Uh-huh. That's all you need to know. Uh-huh. Don't um, go too far into it. <laughs> Don't ask too many questions. <laughs> Shut up now. Shh, 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 shh. 
Um, I, I honestly, the first time I heard that, I couldn't stop laughing because that is one of the most genuinely funny lines in a song I have ever heard. It sounds like... In a song that... Like, it's probably not supposed no, to be funny. No, it's absolutely not supposed to be funny. No, which I think does make it funnier. But it it kind of wouldn't be out of place, in my mind, in, like, a like a parody of a Christmas song. Yes. Um, but, you know, you can hear his... He does have a lovely voice. He like, does. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can see why he was so popular, because that baritone, it's just got this resonance to it it's very soothing yeah yeah he i also like that um when he sings there's um sort of like a peep of his accent coming through as yeah, well and 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 he like rolls his r's quite nicely i just quietly <laughs> love that <laughs> which is nice because it's um you know i think a lot of you know singers with like any accent mm. it all tends to go towards the american side of things True. yeah mm. when people sing mm. um unless they're making a deliberate choice not to and i think that he is He's making a choice to, you know, stay true to his speaking voice, which yeah. is lovely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's such a short song. I can't believe it's over already. It really is. <laughs> it's like, okay, I Christmas, Jesus, people, things. Uh, that's pretty much all I got. Let's just, like, make this as sh- long as I can make it and the end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> um, Production-wise, we're pretty heavy on, like, the kind of Casio synthesizer there. Yeah. It makes me think that this album was made, you know, with... Like, not too expensively. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. All right, well, you know, short and sweet. We've answered what Christmas is. <laughs> so next, let's move on to our next track, which is uh, is what, Cat? Old Toy Trains. Yeah, so this song is um, a cover of a Roger Miller song, uh, which was released in 1967. Um, and the original is a country song. So Kamal has put his own twist on it. Right. So Roger Miller was a country artist um, of the 70s, I think, 60s, 60s and 70s. Yeah. Um, he His big sort of most famous hit was King of the Road, mm-hmm. um, which is, yeah, sort of exemplifies um, that big Nashville sound, mm. golden era of country music. Yeah, totally. So let's see if is Kamal... this Kamal's country. Let's have a listen. <laughs> Toy trains, little toy tracks, little boy toys coming from a sack. I wonder how hard it was for Kamal to say Lil instead of Little. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't strike me as someone that would like use a lot of slang or, you know, he's. There's an episode of The Simpsons. Very clearly spoken. (laughs) There's an episode of Simpsons where, um,. Uh, like the big kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger type character mm-hmm. um, is like trying to say a line from the Radioactive Man movie. Right. And the line is up an atom, which is a play on words mm. because atom being, you know, part of uh, yeah, radioactive stuff. And the guy. <laughs> Slow down there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to get too technical, so I won't. Um, anyway, the guy, the character, he's like. Up and at them. He's like, no, no, up and at him. <laughs> up and at them. <laughs> I can just kind of imagine. Do you think Kamal's producer yeah. was just like, just relax into it, Kamal. Just yeah. give us a little. <laughs> little. <laughs> but it doesn't sound like a country song, does it? No, certainly not. Which is, you know, it sounds like a Kamal song. So he's put his own 
um, style, yeah. which is easy Inoffensive, listening. Inoffensive, easy yeah. listening, like AM gold kind of. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely what it is. <laughs> he, But it's, it's absolutely a Kamal choice for a song because it's highly sentimental. Mm-hmm. He his sort of big hits are all very sentimental as well, mm. aren't they? Like the, that you mentioned the elephant song before, which yeah. is like it's like literally a song about elephants, isn't it? Yeah, because the elephants were like endangered or like yeah. in trouble. Yeah, and, and so he was trying to like raise awareness. They used it on some wildlife documentaries, I think. Yeah, yeah WWF made... was involved. Right. Yeah. Not uh, not the wrestling, the the <laughs> one. I do always get those two mixed up. <laughs> Like all his all his sort of hits are very like extremely sentimental. Oh, okay. And yeah. I think that um, <clears throat> you know Kamal's like the perfect guy to record a Christmas album because most Christmas songs are extremely sentimental. Yes, I think you might be onto something there, Tess. Yeah. That's probably why he's re- released more than one Christmas album. Yeah, yeah, mm. absolutely. I think it's just th- that this is his wheelhouse. Yeah. Should we listen to the next song? Yeah. Um, let's listen to Warm Christmas. Warm Christmas. Yeah. Okay. So it's not white Christmas. Uh huh. It's warm Christmas. And a lot of Christmas songs yeah. are written in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, and they're about the winter, they're about the cold, they're about the snow. But this one is presumably a, a note, a nod to the fact that in Australia, Christmas is in summer and usually stinking hot. Those opening chords and the bells, and like it's just immediately Christmas music. Yeah, what is it about that thing? Like, whenever I listened to this record for the first time, I was like, this is so familiar. Have I heard this song before? No, no, no. It's just exactly the same as every other Christmas song. Yeah. Mm. They all borrow from each other, don't they? Who cares if there's no snow? Who cares if there's no snow? Not me. <laughs> Not Kamal. It's a nice double meaning, isn't it? Yeah. Warm Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Better yeah. than a cold Christmas full of people being icy towards each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know who likes a cold Christmas? The Grinch. Yeah. He's cold-hearted. that <laughs> ring. <laughs> Fun beneath the sun. And Fun beneath the sun. Uh-huh. This guy's a wordsmith. <laughs> this is one of the only other ones that I can um, only see as being original. I don't think this is a cover. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly do like that double meaning. A warm Merry Christmas to you. Wherever you happen to be this Christmas, <laughs> oh. <laughs> whether the scene outside your window wears a mantle of uh, snow and or a golden We're not going to listen to all of the songs on this record, but this, this just breaking into talk is not unusual. He loves a monologue. Oh, boy, he does he ever. <laughs> and he's good at it. Oh, and I was just about to say, I don't hate it. I think that there's a quality to his voice that is kind of similar to uh, like the way that people just like to hear Morgan Freeman talk. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Something similar. This, I could listen to him all day. Maybe Kamal should do audiobooks. <gasps> oh, I would definitely listen to a Kamal audiobook. There's some really good lines in that monologue too. We just talked about oh, the thing. But um, <laughs> he, you know, in talking about... Um, Christmas in Australia, he mentions 
crisp salads and yeah, cool right. drinks at a beach picnic, riding a surfboard on a foamy wave. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. it was something like, uh, you know, we don't have sleighs, but we have, like, surf or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's no, um, I mean, my Australian Christmas song go-tos are like How to Make Gravy by Paul oh, Kelly. Yeah. Or um, Tim mentioned that it has a beautiful one called Drinking White Wine in the Sun. Oh, I haven't heard that one. And, and they really evoke um, a lot of, um, you know, Australian, particularly Australian mm. Christmas scenarios. Yeah, I like um, that. It's not. It's quite not quite up there for me with those ones, but yeah. um, you know I'm gonna add this to my Australian Christmas yeah, song playlist. Oh, we can find it. <laughs> all right. Well, look, I think that um, we're all primed for Christmas. We're mm. we're ready to light another pudding on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Ride some foamy waves. Ride some foaming waves and eat a crisp salad. <laughs> um, I think we should take a little break. When we come back, we can reach our conclusions on Kamal's miracles and old toy trains. Hooray. Fragrant eyes, fragrant teeth, flavor of Ceylon, come home to me, Delmonte, T.R.T., flavor of Ceylon, Delmonte. You just heard us. The, the Dilma tea ad that he sang in 1988, which he, you know, is, is you know, almost equally equally famous for as a yeah, lot of his totally. songs here in Australia, at least. Yeah, that's, that ad was played a lot, like, in the, the 80s and 90s. But that's a beautiful ad. We'll, we'll link that in our show notes. Mm. Kamal driving in a car through these very picturesque um, mm. tea plantations. Just waving at the locals. And, and at elephants. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Miracles and old toy trains. What do you think of it, Kat? Um, I'm genuinely quite torn. Yeah, uh, tell me. Like th- the the first side, the side with all the Christmas songs, like there's something really charming mm-hmm. about them. Uh, there's something a little bit funny mm-hmm. about them, even though it's not meant to be. I find it amusing. Uh, and there's something about just kind of like playing it at Christmas time that I think I would enjoy. The thing about Christmas records is you're only going to play them a few times every year yeah. um, for, a, you know, a month every uh-huh. year. And so by the time next Christmas rolls around, you know, you can just dig it out again and and uh, you're not so sick of it. Yeah. I don't know. I can just imagine, like, having some people over for Christmas lunch or dinner or, you know, drinks and having this on in the background and it being really fitting. And yeah. I like that about it. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's like... Christmas is the one time where you can excuse totally cheesy. Exactly. Like, you know, not doesn't necessarily have to be technically very good kind uh-huh. of music. Because uh-huh. I don't think it is. Like, it's not particularly good. Like, if it wasn't Christmas themed, then I probably wouldn't listen to it again. No. But there is something special that the theme brings to it. Yeah. N- not to mention the fact that, you know, Kamal, he truly does have a lovely baritone silky voice that I quite like listening to both singing and talking which Absolutely. he does in both in, he, he does both in this record and we should talk a little bit about side b like we didn't listen yeah. to side b on this show but there's some fun stuff there there's um our cover of uh 
the Lord's Prayer, yeah. which is a pop song which charted in Australia in 1973 by Sister Janet Mead, who was like an actual nun from Adelaide. And she was an actual nun? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And um, she released this kind of like rock version. She used to do these rock masses oh. at her church. Um, and she was a, a teacher as well. And so she would get like, that's how she would kind of get the youth oh, okay. involved. Yeah. Earned her a Grammy nomination. What? Yeah. And it's Our sold. Father Who Art in Heaven? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if you get a chance to look up Sister Janet Mead's version on YouTube or on um, Spotify. We'll put, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, it's super funky. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Kamal does a cover of that. It's it's not as good as the original, like, mm. to be honest. And, and that's the thing. So with all of his covers, he's kind of um, taken them and, and vanillarized them, yeah. which, like, in its in its own right, like, it's – not necessarily a bad thing. Vanilla like, is the perfect word because actually um, recently, well, you know, maybe like 10 years ago or so, uh-huh. he was in the ad campaign for Vanilla Coke. <laughs> oh, was he? <laughs> when Vanilla Coke came out in Australia. Um, oh, and yeah, he's, that's classic And you know, he has this line about it, you know, it's being, you know, keeps me smooth and cool. <laughs> and like, I feel like Vanilla Coke is just the perfect analogy for Kamal's voice. So... Do you think you're going to hang on to this record? Uh, I think I will, if only to make sure that I have one Kamal record in my collection. <laughs> I mean, everyone's going to have at least one. Yeah. What about you? T- like, would you want it if I didn't want it? Um, yeah. Look, I mean, same. I feel it's same as you. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's sort of almost a novelty. It's a, like a novelty that you genuinely enjoy. Yeah. But... But not to not sit down and listen to. at any other time other than Christmas. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think Kamal is the perfect Christmas artist mm-hmm. for all the reasons that we said. It's the time of year where you get away with being cheesy. Yes. And being, you know, middle of the road mm-hmm. and schmaltzy. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to be looking up a lot of other Kamal to listen to, to be honest. No, no. It hasn't set me on the Kamal track to try and, like, search for them. Yeah. Because, you know, not that you need to search. Like, you can just go to any. <laughs> so the ultimate question, what would you pay for this record? No more than a dollar. Yeah, I think a dollar. 50 dollar's cents the... is probably more fitting. <laughs> a dollar is a good price. Yeah. All right. Thanks very much for listening to One Dollar Vinyl. We hope that you enjoyed Kamal um, and we hope that he brings you, you know. Some Christmas joy. Some Christmas joy for the season. Um, you can find our show notes at onedollarvinyl.com. You can search for our $1 Vinyl social pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can get in contact with us. Tell us what you think about Kamal. Tell us what you think about Christmas. <laughs> I'd really like to know. Or you can get in touch with us at $1Vinyl at gmail.com. If you liked this show, please subscribe. Give us um, a Christmas rating. That would be the best Christmas present that mm-hmm. you could give to us. Jingle, jingle. <laughs> and next week, we're going to have a good record that Kat's found. Yeah, I found a record by Mark Holden, who you may know from uh, being a judge on Australian Idol, who was on Dancing with the Stars at one stage and freaked the nation out with acting like a clown. Well, I was going to say, that's the only place that I know him from is, you know, telly in the 90s. So yeah, um, I, I'm interested to hear. Mm this record and and see what it's like Mm. and remember above all things this Christmas season the true meaning of Christmas as Kamal says Christmas is Jesus 
and people and things, most of all things, I think. Happy Christmas. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas.